Good morning, Chris. Good afternoon, Gwen. How you doing? Good afternoon. This is, uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, and we have an interesting topic to talk about today. Lay it on me. So Twitch made an announcement that um, people who are Twitch streaming can now sell their game through their Twitch stream and they will get a, a cut. I believe it's a 3% cut. Mm-hmm. Which, or maybe it's a 5%, but it doesn't matter. This is pretty huge. This is actually very interesting. There's been whispers of something like this happening for a while in my industry, and I I would love to talk to you about it. I know yeah. you're you're big on the internet. You're big on you're big on Twitch. Um oh huge, Gwen. Huge. <laughs> so this is um this I, I think this is a big deal. I mean I know I'm not a, a streamer, but um I know streamers right now are huge in our industry. It's how most of marketing is done these days. Um, I know most streamers get their money through subscriptions. Do you have subscribers? Are you a partner? Um, my personal channel isn't partnered, not for want of trying, uh, because I'm definitely, as you can tell by the fact that my Twitter account is verified, someone who enjoys artificial kudos. But um, uh, the channel I work for, Devolver Digital's channel, is partnered, and we do have subscribers. So do you pay to be a partner, or do you just have a, do you have to have a threshold of subscribers, or? It's a very, the base, the bases, like the basic kind of thing is that, yeah, you need a certain, although they've changed that recently. It used to be you needed like a set amount of concurrent viewers on the reg. You needed a set amount of subscribers and you needed to do something that they considered interesting. Okay, so people can subscribe to you without you being a partner. No, no. Uh, well, there are services that kind of let that happen, but to do it officially through Twitch, you need you need to be a partner in order for people to subscribe to you. And then the subscription process works so that people will pay four ninety nine a month, and I think uh, you get maybe fifty percent, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was less of that money uh, goes to you. Okay, and a partnered streamer, uh, if if you're partnered, that's how you get money. And if you don't, the the whole reason why Twitch says some people can be partners and some can't is because um, anybody who's a partner, they have to give them cut them a percentage of of the ad revenue, right? Is that the idea? There's that. Yeah, you do get a percentage of ad revenue. Uh, I don't know how big that realistically is. I think the subscriptions is a big thing for people. Uh, a lot of people take donations and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. the process of becoming a partner is definitely an interesting one because... Like I said, they've lowered the bar recently, mm -hmm. so it's kind of you just have to have an up-and-coming channel and have a growing viewership. So there's no specific numbers, I don't think, anymore. But also, a lot of it is just who you know um, more than anything. Like, I, I don't know how... I've not met anyone who's kind of managed to become a partner without knowing someone who is already in the sort of little clique of twitch people and all stuff like that so shady uh, that's it, so shady it is i i mean i'm even aware of channels that far from meet the requirements that used to exist that were partnered and it's because you know you know a person and they can get your channel partnered and go from there and it's it's definitely a prestige thing. Like that's kind of because you know you get. I'm definitely a person that can hone in on something and be excited about it for a little bit, and 
anything at all that seems <laughs> like it's a thing. So Twitch partnership for me, I was like, I got to do that. I should do that, right? I'm I'm on TV. I I should <laughs> I should be that. But they were like, no, it's because I don't know anyone. But knowing people and being part of the the gang is definitely a big part of it. I mean, you ever go to TwitchCon the 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 cult of twitch is huge like the the lines for the merchandise stand are bigger than the lines for anything else in the entire convention and that's because people want the purple shirts that say twitch on them because they're super exclusive you've got your really dude i just have one of those they were yeah a friend of mine works for twitch prime yeah, that's that, crazy. That... It's a T-shirt. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's fans. I I guess to me this is insane because it's like being a fan of CNN or some shit. Like well, Twitch is, is the just. Thing. It's not so much being a fan. It's being seen to be part of it. It's it's uh... it's like a very cool club. Like because they've got the. You might have seen the people in the dark purple hoodies. Like yeah. those are people staff that work for the company or partners, select partners that get those because i know not all partners get those hoodies it's a, definitely a case of who you know <laughs> that you can get those hoodies that's crazy exclusive right? hoodies yeah and okay. they don't they don't sell them they won't they never have whenever even at twitch cons they will sell variants of them and they hmm. th- they don't sell these exclusive hoodies and people want them because they want the prestige and they want to be part of that group of like it's a celebrity right except that yeah. they've made a little culty thing around themselves it's Very kind interesting. of like in the past everybody wanted to be a rock star and the music industry was flooded by all these people that that want to be rock stars and then at some point um like the internet happened and then everybody could make music and put it online and indie music exploded and i feel like that's happened to tv like everybody wants to be a um a tv celebrity and now is on twitch and i feel if you're not a millennial you don't realize this is happening but millennials only like they don't watch cnn or, or traditional mm. cable they they get all their news they get everything through twitch it's really well all their news for on the games. internet in general yeah 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 and the 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 well this is the thing like twitch uh, twitch streamers are seen i mean they're generally younger than we are for the most part yeah it's 20s and high school yeah. kids yeah and college school kids, kids yeah well college kids and people that are early to mid 20s and they're living this lifestyle that people want to live like they just sit there playing video games all day and being like loved by this chat of people and they're the, you know they're the new celebrity for a lot of people online and yeah being partnered it means you've got that sort of seal of approval you're one of the big guys you're yeah. one of the people that uh it's something people like work for and something that's like desired and when they get it it's a big deal and all that that's stuff cool. being partnered is more than that now because if you're partnered now you can sell a game through through twitch which is you can you can make money off the sale of games going to rock my industry i don't think people realize how big this is like this is um what it's doing is uh I, I know for, for streamers, it's no big deal. Like, say you sell a $60 game, you get $3 off of that. Mm. Um, but for my industry, what it means is uh, Amazon is going to aggressively try to compete with Steam, basically. Mm-hmm. Because when when somebody... If a streamer sells you a key through their channel and you buy that key, um, you buy it not on Steam. You're not buying a Steam key. You're buying an yeah. Amazon key. You are. Which means... Um, 
Amazon's going to have a storefront. That, I mean, they, they kind of already do, but I think Twitch is going to make their own storefront as well that competes yeah. with Steam. They've got a uh, an app that launched recently that's going to incorporate all of that, where all your games... It's similar to Steam, but also with community features built into it. But the app's already out, and I've had a look at it. It's, it's okay. Like It hasn't got the store stuff built into it yet but it can house all the games that they give you for free currently another big thing uh from a viewer perspective so if you love a streamer and you like watching him play said game when you buy a game from twitch you get like a little loot box thing which can come with little emotes that uh you might not get somewhere else it can come with little badges that can go next to your name it could come with (laughs) little because you can tip streamers now by a system called cheers which is just you pay like a certain amount of money for these little gems that will then appear on the screen and like they get the money from that but you can get some of that as well so it's it kind of incentivizes both parties where the streamer will get a tiny bit of money for selling the game and you'll get a little random like loot box style digital stuff that someone else might not have and you can also give money back to the streamers randomized loot that's super cool and weird man uh-huh this it's is smart weird. it's this it's, is a, it's brilliant it's honestly brilliant and i think it's um i mean nobody's been able to usurp steam yeah because uh, you're not going to move from steam to some other a platform when you have like hundreds of games on steam already you just don't want to abandon your library but twitch could because they're going after a younger audience they're going after an audience that doesn't have hundreds of games on steam already Mm. um it's i think all of this is really brilliant um it's interesting it's the first one i've seen that i've legitimately thought like oh this could this is doing something this is doing something different enough and appealing to a large enough group that it might you know, make some headway. Plus, it's backed by Amazon, and you know, Amazon. They have money. They've been trying yeah. to break into the games market for a while. Like yeah. I, they bought Lumberyard. They spun up several several game studios. They've, like, they've tried uh, so hard to break into the games market, and they bought Twitch. And this is the this is the thing that might really do it. Mm. Like, this is huge. Um, so let's ask. I I wanted to ask you more questions because honestly, you're the you know, tons about this you live this um yeah i think streaming is a um i when people watch streams they're watching somebody who's really good at a game play the game Mm -hmm. um they're i i view some streams are kind of more like marketing where a person's playing this game is like oh i'm having Um, so much fun playing this game it's marketing more than it is reviewing a game right kind of yeah this is if it's not it's going to be like if you can sell your game it it already is it's uh it has been for a little while it's um i mean that spins off from youtube uh reviews and all stuff like that that are paid for and things like that but it's definitely coming that's deeply controversial right like it is it really is it's um and it's the same on twitch uh companies will and i've spoken to streamers who have just thrown it casually in conversation, like, oh yeah, you know, well we're paid by uh, Ubisoft or EA or whoever. They give us this money and they send us their games and then we play them and stuff like that. And coming from a press background, like that was kind of where I wanted to be before. It feels like the industry is really changing and there's less and less money in the press, and so. 
I'm going down the alley I am now. But when I started out, I what I wanted to do was be a like games journalist type person. And so I was immersed in that world for like a year or so. trying, And that was like crazy. Like the idea that someone would go... Because you journalists would always get accused of it during the whole Gamergate era. It was like, they're being paid for their reviews. And there would be like the behind doors conversations with other journalists where you'd be like, fuck man, I wish they were paying me to review this game. <laughs> I, I got paid like 25 pounds to write this review and I just liked it, which is why I gave it a good score. But fuck, dude, if they were going to pay me like a thousand pounds, say it was good, fucking fine. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I, I don't have that much money and I liked it anyway. But there's definitely, with a lot of people, there's strong ethics and stuff like that and practices in place that mean that won't happen because it's, it was modeled on traditional media. And I can confirm that as like, I've never known anyone in the journalist side of things who has had been given money by a company to talk positively about a game. And uh well, that's true, but we'll do things like we'll wine and dine journalists. Oh fuck I've yeah. Seen that's, that's, that. Like that's... we'll fly you across the country and buy you a nice steak dinner. Fuck yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? So I again know for a fact that they're just through knowing PR people that they will fly journalists out to, say, E3. Like, they'll fly you out to E3. I mean, this has never happened to me. But they'll fly you out to E3 and that's as, and put you up in a hotel and say, oh, you, should, you, you can come and see our game at this time. But that's as much as they can do, right? Like, they can't... And it's a thing talking to PRs where they're just like, fucking, it's so much bullshit. Because they're like... <laughs> I mean, it's annoying <laughs> to them in the climate now because they're like... God, we got to pay so much money and we can't even guarantee they're definitely going to say anything about it or they're going to say anything positive. Like, there's because they're journalists, that's not the way they operate. And it's like, mm-hmm. chances are they might be swayed. Who knows? I mean, it, it's something that's never really worked on me. Like, you go to events and it's like the idea that because you've given me a burger, I'm going to, like, fucking <laughs> lie. It's like, I'm like, no. Like, oh, fucking who cares about fucking dinner? Like, I don't... <laughs> it's not going to change my opinion or my job. But... <laughs> It, I know uh, for a fact, like for PRs, it's like, oh, we got to do all of that. And you can't guarantee they're going to do anything specifically because that's not the way it works. It's like, we're just sending you out there and no, here's an appointment it, to come and see our game. We'd love you to talk about it. And that's the thing. Whereas with streamers, again, it's I know specifically there are contracts. They get sent the game. They get sent the money. I mean, the classic were the one that was revealed years ago, which was Shadows of Mordor, where it came out the uh, really big YouTubers were paid by a PR company, specifically told in contract, don't say anything negative, don't show any glitches or anything that fucks up, be positive uh-huh. about the game, here's money, here's the game, do that, and don't tell people you're doing that, because that's part of the contract. And that's a big thing, like, for streamers, they definitely will be sent, and I mean, they will, you know, you'll get little things at the bottom that say, like, this is actually being paid for by EA, but they're sitting there playing, I don't know, fucking... Is Battlefield EA? It is EA, isn't it? Playing yes. Battlefield or whatever and <clears throat> having such a grand old time and talking about how amazing it is and all stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know, man. It, it's definitely a weird... Well, they and have no a one disclaimer. Can... I don't... I mean, I know it's different. The The press... 
there's always been a line between the press and your marketing budget. Yeah. And I I think where that line is blurring real hard, the marketing in general is completely changing because of Twitch and a mm. lot of uh, and I'm wondering, like, as as a business person, does this come out of your your marketing budget when you fly? Because uh, you know how before we were flying um, the press out to mm. E3 and things like that. Now I remember there was an EA event where they flew a bunch of influencers to yeah. the EA, and they they had a it was a little more casual. There was no steak dinner, but there was like snacks and things, um, and they'd have all these influencers. Hanging out, um, yeah. playing and different EA games and such, uh, like, and that's yeah. I, I guess that's a that's marketing now. Marketing is convincing mm-hmm. these kids to play your game on their their stream. You know, what? Right? I've yeah, I've spoken to PR people. They way prefer having those people there as well because they'll do the job that the marketing people want them to do. Like they will turn up, they will tweet about it. They will be super excited about it the day before. They'll go on their stream and talk about how great it was. They'll have giveaways of stuff they got at the thing. And in those cases, they don't. They haven't even paid these people because a lot of the time they're a lot younger. They're a lot more excited to do these things. Like they've mm-hmm. not been through the whole press rigmarole of like you've got to a point. Like I know even I got to a point where it's like, would you like this goodie bag? I'm like, no, like. <laughs> because it's like like, i'm not gonna do anything with it i don't want it like it's just gonna sit in my house like uh, i'm good it'll have a shirt that's a medium in it that's never gonna fit me but i'm I'm good whereas when you're younger it's much more fucking exciting so being flown to a place and all that shit is super exciting and even with streamers there's no there's no set sort of moral compass of whether you should be paid for something or not the audience doesn't care is another part of it like the big thing with gamergate with the like was them oh we want the the press to you know it's all bullshit and we're going to expose them but that's that's never seemingly turned around on the streamers or youtubers which i know for the press is a big bone of contention where they're like shit why does no one care about what they're doing which is because that's entertainment and people are watching that to be they they know what they're getting into i feel like if somebody was streaming and they set if they made their channel um, like this is a channel that reviews games and then it came out that that channel was, yeah. that that person was taking money, that'd be a big deal. Whereas if you're you just write down at the bottom, yo, EA is paying me to do this, but the game's fun. So I'm going to play it anyway. Ha ha. Let's go. Like, I feel because you've set up this, you're open and you're honest and um, you're giving the people what they want. It's kind of like, you know how the news always gets mad at um John Oliver and and John Stewart yeah. and these the comedy news uh, and they they say hey why are you holding us up to a higher standard it's like well John Stewart is comedy this is yeah. not meant to be where you get your news you get your news from you know that's very true CNN or somewhere else yeah mm. BBC I mean I'll tell you I can give you a game developer perspective on this I mean I'm concerned that I'm not concerned but I do believe that if the main way indie games specifically mm. get sold is through Twitch because you keep in mind indie gamers we are uh, indie game developers have no marketing budget we can't yeah. afford billboards and commercial spots um we take whatever free marketing we can get um usually through and the press largely honestly doesn't care like the press largely ignores indie games mm. um for good reason we could get into that at a different time but the um yeah streamers youtubers 
they see this as a chance to be a big fish in a small pond and they will yeah. they'll go to bat for you streamers will absolutely play indie games talk about indie games and um and that's good uh and i think uh the there's it's interesting to me what kind of games will do well on the twitch storefront i think people are more likely to um throw down ten dollars buy a ten dollar game that somebody mm. is streaming than buy like a $30 game. You might just be like, I'll, I'll buy this game that my, you know, the streaming personality is street, uh, is showing off because, uh, I like this person and they're telling me to buy this game and it's 10 bucks, maybe like $60 is a bit too much. Uh, but I like on you, the game, right? Like if you're I, interested in the game, but I yeah. can see people buying a game just to support their, their personality. Right. Like the I can streamer. see like a big thing being, like one of the biggest games on Twitch at the moment. I've got to remember the name of it. Oh yeah, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Like I've n- oh. I'd never heard. I've heard nothing about this game except on Twitch, and it's been one. Like there's sixty two thousand people watching different people play this at the moment. Like the top stream has twelve thousand people watching people play it. The one below it, ten thousand people watching people play it. And I've only heard of that game on Twitch. But it's huge on Twitch at the moment. And I can honestly see a big thing being... Because it's like a big... It's kind of another... Lots of people playing in a sandbox kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. It's I multiplayer? Just, yeah. It's, and that's what I can see being kind of big, right? Where it's yes, like, buy this game, you can see. play the game with me. Like, Oh, yeah. that's That was another thing I was going to touch on. The kind of games that will do well and will not do well in, in this market. I think mm. multiplayer games where you can play... Um, where you can immediately buy it and start playing it with the person streaming it, huge. That's yeah. going to be like game-changingly huge. Multiplayer games in general, where you can get a bunch of um, Twitch personalities playing with or against each other. Yeah, I think this, will be this big. Is that. I've been on. I went on a couple of streams. Like the top stream was one dude playing it because I just wanted to get a sense of what this game was, and he was kind of annoying. So I clicked on to like one a couple of rows down. But this dude was playing with that other dude. And so there's like, there was like three or four streams that they were all playing together. And yeah, a big thing will be like, come and come and play Battlegrounds with me now. Like just buy the game at this link. So I get a little bit of money as well. So you're supporting the stream, but you log into this server with me and we can play it together. Yeah. I can see that being a thing. I could totally see that being a thing. Like I'm sure it will be. I'm sure multiplayer will, will um, do well with this. I think um, what you're going to see is maybe the games that are hurt are like a single player narrative game, games where yeah. the stream could spoil it. Well, that's um, a big so people thing, are going right? to have to stop making those because no, it's not that people have to stop making those, but you have to keep in mind the um, right now the most expensive and and kind of stupid game you can make is a single player narrative game, yeah. uh, a game that people play just once. Um, there's you. Because marketing has changed, uh, that's not something that's fun to watch Twitch streamed. Uh, it spoils the narrative. It's not something where uh, you can rely on word of mouth necessarily. Like I, I can say, hey, Chris, I, I bought this game and I played it. And you'd be like, cool. Whereas I can say, hey, Chris, I bought this game and I've been playing it and I want to keep playing it with you. Mm-hmm. That's way more likely to work. Um, yeah. I mean, you spoke about single-player games. There's a whole thing going on that just sort of came out yesterday, which was uh, Atlas, the developers of Persona 5, which just came out, tweeted their streaming guidelines for the game. And basically, they're saying, we'd much rather you didn't stream it. 
and past a certain time in the game, you're not allowed to stream it at all. And even the announcement from Atlas Like America has this like weirdly sentenced thing where they talk about how, well, you know, we're dealing with, you know, a company in Japan and they're not maybe as up on like this kind of stuff where it's like, even they seem to know that that's not the way that it's working now. Like people yeah. want to stream it. And I mean, in the past you could give the press an embargo and they understood like if EA says, I'm giving you this game early, write an article. Don't yeah. you dare release it between before 8am on Friday, which yeah. is extremely normal. You know, this in the press yeah. And you don't you don't fuck with EA because if you fuck with EA, you will never get a code for a game no, again. No, you'll get nothing again, and your company needs that. But these kids on the internet, they don't give a shit. Like, well, the the way it's working, like it's out now, so the game is out. It's not okay. like not released or anything like that. It's out in the public, and they've made it so when you play it on the PS4, which is always kind of annoying when you're playing a game, but like the little box will pop up saying this scene has been blocked. You cannot broadcast. Which I'm like, I'm not broadcasting or recording so please don't make this box pop up while i'm in the middle of playing a game but anyway that's another thing natively from the Wait, playstation it so just there's no oh. way to stream this physically from just the playstation no like it will not let you like it will pop up saying this scene is blocked and it does that for like the entire game so you can't it won't let you stream it but most people stream using a capture card connecting it to the pc which completely bypasses that entire system so you can stream whatever you want. But the way Atlas have done it is they have said, if you stream past this certain point of the game, you will be issued a copyright claim thing, which will mean your channel will be taken offline and potentially banned completely from Twitch, which huh. is sort of a standard thing that will happen. That normally happens when a game hasn't come out yet. So, for example, like, uh, the reviews have come out for Ukulele, but I've had Ukulele for a couple of weeks or so now already. It's still not out at the time of recording. Uh, it comes out on the 11th. But if I were to start streaming that before the embargo, which is the 10th, then my channel could be banned from Twitch and I would... You know, the usual stuff of never getting anything again from a publisher, but the main thing now is your channel will be completely banned. So if I was a big-time streamer, that would be a big problem. And a lot of people in the streaming community have got super mad, which immediately my, like, sense <coughs> of, like, Jesus, you guys are a little entitled about this. We should be able to do whatever we want. It's like, well, sometimes you can't, and that's how the world works. But I do, <laughs> I do definitely see a big point of, like, some people are saying, but the game's out. Like, it's out now. You can't... Can you control what happens with your product once it's out into the world? Like, once Ooh, you've created it. That's a good question. Because I know thing. for music, like, you can't just put music up for free. They could argue that by streaming Persona 5, um, you're showing off content for free that they've um, that's put money the, into. That's their thing, That's right? their argument, right? That's their mm -hmm. argument. And also, a lot of it is, like, it's a single-player game and we don't want it spoiled. So, we don't want people seeing the game uh beyond this certain point because a lot, i think a lot of atlas's argument is if people sit and watch this single player game on twitch they're not going to buy it because it's like there's nothing else to do in the game except play the game so mm -hmm. once you've because it's a narrative game as well like there's the turn-based like uh rpg elements of it but a big element of it is the narrative so i guess That's their concern true. is once you've seen it 
why would you want to play it? Like, because the narrative is are, the chunk. That's absolutely true. And I mean, if we, uh, you can't, for instance, just stream a TV show. And nope. some of these games are um, becoming more like TV shows in a way, uh, mm-hmm. especially like the kind of walk and talk sort of games. Those are, to be fair, the ones that are the most um fun to stream from what i understand as well like the walking simulators are pretty fun to stream they are yeah they're but they re- I do like doing that. uh that does kind of hurt i don't want to say it hurts the developer but the developer depends, has a point it really depends on the game because a lot of those sort of simulators are about an experience and the way it makes you feel and all stuff like that whereas something like persona where it's there are literally cutscenes that are like an anime so you're just sitting and watching it and you're watching reading or listening for a large part of this game as opposed to walking around or doing anything and yeah yeah, i I mean from their point of view i guess they're sort of like well if you just watch all of that like you watch the complete things and with someone playing it then why would you buy it so we're going to not allow people to do that but the problem i mean there's some streamers that are like but this is my livelihood like this is my job you can't have my channel deleted (laughs) yeah but this is their job (laughs) like that's the other side of it right like it's like it's it's, where do you fall what do you think it's very difficult because i instantly will reading it reading a lot of streamers complaining about it i did kind of think like come on man like it's their game. Like, <laughs> they can kind of... If they don't want you to do it, that's just the way of the world, right? But it was when... I, the thing I said earlier where someone had said online, like, well, how can you control what happens to your art once it's out there is kind of an interesting argument. But then, like you say, you can't just stream... Like, if I just was like... WrestleMania was on the other night, and I could completely just plug my Xbox into my computer load up the WWE network and just stream that with me in the corner being like, cool, let's watch WrestleMania. You are totally not allowed to do that. And that is totally illegal and a thing you cannot do. And Twitch will ban you and you will potentially get trouble from WWE themselves and all sorts of stuff because it's something you pay £10 a month for. Same as Netflix. I couldn't sit there and stream Stranger Things and just be like, I'm just streaming it and watching it. So that's the company's side of it, right? So it's it's a difficult thing. To me, I'm always like, well, if that's if that's how it is, I don't see it as so ridiculously overbearing of the company because they have put a thing on it where they're like, you can play it up to this point of the game, but don't yeah. play it beyond that point of the game. But I mean, it's, I, it's, it's an interesting thing. You gotta, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, if the game is a cinematic experience, this is... You're not adding much to it by being... I, I think if you honestly believe you're adding value to the game by streaming it and having your, your head there and saying like, oh, look, oh my God, oh my God, this happened. um, Maybe you are, uh, but you're adding it's... value at the cost of like the devs that made the game. It's hard for me to uh, not take the dev side on this because I'm a developer, but I mean... They, to me, it, to me, it's pretty obvious. That I if you you have to treat this game that's very cinematic the same way you would treat um, TV shows or movies. Mm. You well, can't that, just I mean, stream it. There's people streaming Persona right now. Like you go on Twitch, there's people streaming it. 
not that many people watching it because it's a, like the top stream has got 628 people watching it which is still a lot uh. but not as many as like that player unknown game that i mentioned earlier but it's i can see like because it's interesting right it depends what the stream is streaming is a very the more i've been aware and been part of the community and the discussion of people that stream things it's it's all very different there's not it's not just the bulk of it is dudes playing like counter-strike or league of legends yeah league of legends hearthstone whatever and they're all sitting there swearing and shouting and playing dubstep over it and i don't get it it's not for me but there's uh, loads of different types of people that stream and for them a lot of it is part of it is like i'm looking forward to playing persona and when i play games i play it with my community and we sit there and we do things together just like hanging out with friends and it's that that's the whole thing like it's kind of difficult to describe just because it's yeah but i do i get it but like atlas you with your five friends in your channel, Atlas isn't trying to clamp down on you, but Atlas can't allow you to stream because if they allow you to stream, then, you know, some famous streamer with thousands of people in their channel uh, that is just showing the the game in order to um, to to make a quick buck. I, I just, I don't know. I, I agree with Atlas on this one. I mm. think if you're... If your game is a highly cinematic experience and you're selling a cinematic experience, having somebody just put that on the internet, uh, that's yeah, not, no, I, I completely not okay. understand that. Because but... if you if you allow that, then Persona Five makes no money, and then there is no Persona Six. Yeah, that's that's so, completely their worry. Yeah, I, and I, I mean, it. it's and it this opens. is what I'm talking about. Oh, go ahead. Narrative single player narrative games are going to take a a hit if if twitch takes off i think um i i think we're we've been rapidly seeing this shift in the industry for a while of um what kind of games do well um i think we've been seeing obviously the rise of multiplayer the rise of um uh loot box games games that have uh ongoing revenue mm. games where you can um where you've lifted the cap of how much somebody could buy so for instance uh it's perhaps not so wise to sell a game that's 20 30 dollars when you can sell a game that's uh sure has 20 30 dollars but you can keep buying more things more dlc more mm. um add-on content and things like that uh, I'm curious to see how that'll tie into Twitch. Yeah. For instance, can you imagine if uh, um, League of Legends and Riot started working with Twitch and uh, you could buy custom skins or things through people's channels? Yeah. Um, that I mean, that they're not far from stuff like that. Like, I know, like, when Watch Dogs 2 came out, uh, Twitch Prime offered, as part of your membership you got a little DLC code that meant you could, in the game, you had a little Twitch hoodie, which mm-hmm. was like a little bonus thing. And like you say, it's not mad to think that specific channels might have things like that. So specific people. Like your sure. favorite streamer could have like a hat that you can wear or something like that in League of Legends and stuff like that, or a character even. Absolutely. Or if you have a, a player that you watch a lot, this player is um, the best Trindamere, and you, you watch it, 
to uh, get better at Trindamir. Mm. And uh, he or she uh, sells a... Up until now, there's been no way to really monetize that. But now you can get um, something that, that puts that streamer's haircut on your Trindamir. Like, mm. st- stuff like that. I'm not saying that'll ever happen, but... Well, no, you, you could. that specific situation may not happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see um, yeah. in-game I, items and things like that through channels. I think that would be big. The point more that I was trying to make is that now all these people that... I mean, if you're shifting into a world where these people are influencers, right? And they're part of your marketing budget and all stuff like that. How, how, <clears throat> excuse me. How much do you have to like... Uh, cow down to them and be like okay we'll let you stream it because someone with like fucking a hundred thousand followers on twitter has just tweeted that we're complete bullshit because of doing this and Mm. whether you agree with that or not which i don't think they're complete bullshit just i'm being devil's advocate but like i i think it's completely up to them to do whatever the fuck they want with their game whatever they want with their game and yeah like like you sit down and you do the math you're like you sit down and you think okay uh if i give you this key how many sales will i get off of that key yeah how many how many potential sales will i lose because i gave you this key um oh these aren't even it's a negative thing it's it's people that bought it i know well uh even how many okay so you look at it like this how many sales will i get because people are watching the stream yes how many sales will i lose because people have watched the stream oh i'm gonna lose more than i get you can't stream it you want to get mad about it on twitter that's free publicity it's Mm. not i I, you can get mad at persona i just don't from the other side of it um you're you if you want to stream a game so badly make the game and if you're not making the game you don't get to get mad at people who did make the game telling you no you can't use my work to further your career yeah Uh, and you should know absolutely everybody is affected um by by their platform like I, I'm sure streamers also have very strong opinions about anything that Twitch does. I know oh, I have very yeah, strong opinions do. about anything that Steam does. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do agree that it's like it's their game, right? They can yeah. do whatever they want with that. And also, we, like you say, I don't think it's. I honestly don't believe it's damaging anyone's livelihood that you can't specifically stream Persona. I guess it's like I guess because they see it as an attack on their job like it's kind of someone coming along and saying these are the rules and i guess the fear is that all companies may go like oh okay well our games come out also you can't stream our game and it's like shit and then streaming isn't a thing and da 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 so i guess uh, that's I kind of the streaming is not going away that's the thing right well this has been fun talking to you chris light thank it you for Gwen. educating me no problem anytime This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.